If you like guided meditations, you'll love Louise Hay's life-changing meditations for the morning and evening that you can download free right now at hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Louise shares her healing affirmations and calming meditations to help you start your day with joy and listen at night to relax into a deep and restful sleep. Visit hayhouse.com forward slash meditate to download Louise Hay's best-selling morning and evening meditations free at www.hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Welcome to the Hay House Meditations Podcast, featuring guided meditations from all your favorite Hay House authors. Do you suffer from stress? Are you constantly on the go? Are you feeling like you haven't gotten enough sleep lately? Has it been a while since you were able to escape the responsibility of everyday life? Are you worried? Would you be open to the possibility of developing your intuition and raising your awareness level to your own psychic experiences? I don't really think that there's a person alive who in some respect can't identify with some of these questions. You would not be listening to me right now if you didn't, right? Here's my goal for you. I hope that by listening to this tape, you are able to successfully meditate. Here's my concern, that you may give up without really, really giving it a try. Meditation can help you to relax your body and open your mind to your intuitive side. It is a tool that you can use to release stress and surrender negativity from your everyday life. Meditation and this tape are not cures for anything. They are not a quick fix solution. They are tools to help you deal with issues in your everyday life and make managing them better for you. Meditation won't make all your personal relationships better. It won't make the additional weight you put on drop off. And it can't make you the best psychic in the world. However, it is an exercise, a series of suggestions to be used to enhance your life. I can't guarantee that this method will work for you. I know firsthand how important the practice of prayer and meditation plays in our lives. I need to do it in my everyday practice of working with clients as a psychic medium, as well as when I teach it to various classes and workshops. So what are the benefits of meditation? It can assist in releasing stress and negativity on a conscious as well as unconscious level. It helps to relax the physical body. It forces the mind to focus for a specific period of time. When one can focus, then one can visualize. That is the basis for creating your own reality. To be able to see it and wish it is to be able to create and manifest it. Remember the old adage, be careful of what you wish for. You just might get it. The foundation for any type of serious psychic or spiritual work, whether it be healing or doing a psychic reading, is for one to be able to work with energy through meditation. Now the first thing about meditation is to understand it. If you think that I'm going to have you climb to the top of the nearest mountain wearing some granny-like robe and contort your body into all sorts of weird positions, chanting and moaning endlessly for hours, well, that would be a big no. I want to take you away from the Hollywood stereotypical thought about meditation and streamline that reality into something just a bit more practical. That doesn't mean that the mountain robe, climb, contort, and chant isn't an option for you if you so desire, but you will not find it in any of my material. I once, and I stress the word once, participated in a meditation class that had you move to the inspirational whining of a sitar. 
It was not the definition of peaceful, soft, new age, Yanni type music that so many of us have come to appreciate. It was quite annoying. But hey, I'm there. I figured I'd do it. We had to close our eyes for the meditation, stand in our own space, and dance rhythmically to this music. And here's the catch. While we were panting like a puppy. Now, most of the people in this group were quite advanced at this specific exercise because they all seemed only too happy to get up, dance to the music of what sounded like nails on a blackboard, and breathe and pant as if they were in their ninth month of a pregnancy, in labor for about 35 hours, while practicing their natural childbirth breathing. I think you now have a good idea of my experience. After our 15-minute rain dance, we were to collapse and breathe the moment. By this time, I was already somewhat experienced with the art of meditation, but I was quite nauseous, dizzy, and breathing to the pattern of the spots that were in front of my eyes. Because I want you to appreciate the fact that I'm expressing my hopes for your successes with meditation, I feel it appropriate to share my failures. Ultimately, the right form of meditating is usually discovered by trial and error. The truth is that there are many ways to meditate. You as the student must find the right way for you. Unfortunately, my way might not work for you either. I can tell you this. I've had many successes with people who claimed in the beginning that they were unable to achieve any level of meditation. Many people tell me in my seminars and workshops that they are unable to meditate. I hear it all the time. I've tried for hours, they say, but nothing happens. It is right at that point I want to yell, ding, 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 we have a winner. That is the idea and the goal, for nothing to happen, to achieve a level of nothingness. There is no meditation parade that gets launched when you get there. It is a state of mental relaxation. But I don't want you to think that all meditations are like that. Anytime you are focusing on a thought, subject, movie, book, prayer, or a daydream, you are meditating. Here are some key points. First, some cautions. Do not listen to this tape while driving or in any situation where you need to be alert. Two, falling asleep. It is not uncommon to fall asleep the first few times you attempt this exercise. It is natural and quite a common occurrence for this to happen. You will learn to stay with the exercise with additional practice. Three, clothing. Your clothing should be loose and comfortable. You want to be as relaxed as possible. I would recommend that you begin by lying on your bed, wear loose fitting clothes, no shoes, nothing restrictive like a belt or tight jewelry. Anything restrictive would take your concentration away. Four, location. The location of where you're meditating is extremely important. You will build up a vibration of energy in that spot. It'll become easier and easier each time you do this because of that. Also, you want to be in a place that is private where you will not be disturbed. For those of you who live in large households with a number of people vying for your attention, Please do not think I am crazy, but grab a pillow and a blanket and go lie on your bathroom floor. It is usually the most private room in the house. Five, time. What time of day should I do this? Well, the same time each day. Yes, you heard me. I do want you to do this every day. You must dedicate enough time each day to do this at the same time in the same location. This will help to train your mind and body to allow the spiritual you to slowly emerge and grow. You become classically conditioned. As soon as you go to that spot, at that time, you automatically give yourself permission to meditate. Six, 
the extras. For those of you who have meditated before and are using this tape as a guide, you may want to dress up the area you are working with. For example, many like to use aromatherapy oils, new age music, flowers, incense, and burning sage, also known as smudging, in the area. This is acceptable. For those who are just beginning, you might find it distracting. You can work up to it in the future. 7. Noise. Try to focus only on the sound of my voice when doing this exercise. If you were listening to this on a Walkman, that would be even better. The fewer distractions, the better. However, you might want to shut the ringer off on your phone and lower the volume on the answering machine. If you're wearing a beeper or cellular phone, for the short period of time you're doing this, take it off. Okay, let's continue. The human body consists of many centers of energy. These are locations of focused and concentrated energy areas. These energy centers or vortexes are known as the chakras, spelled C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Chakra is a Sanskrit word and translates to spinning wheel of energy. These vital energy centers are located within our etheric body and enable us to process the universal energies around and within us. There are seven major chakra centers in our body and they directly correlate to our physical body. They are linked together in a central column that begin at the base of the spine to the crown of the head. When we open these centers and align them, we allow our vital life force energy, also referred to as prana or chi, to flow freely through these centers. The energy then spirals upward through each of our centers, ascending and spiraling. This is referred to as raising the kundalini energy. Kundalini translates into serpent rising in Sanskrit. These centers are instrumental in our prana relating and working with our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual energies. It is an energy network that affects every aspect of the individual. The main goal in working with these centers is to foster integration of all aspects of one's life to create a more holistic human being. We can create and live a more balanced and harmonious existence. Just the elements in our physiological system work with each other our spiritual network should complement them also. When we actively start understanding the chakras and really begin working to open them up and align them, we take aspects of our being, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and put them in a harmonious state. The chakras are the gateway for our spiritual selves to manifest through our physical reality. Our thought processes unfold into the body, mind, and soul connection. When we live in a state that creates disharmony, disappointment and dissatisfaction with ourselves the potential is for it to then overflow and manifest into dis-ease it has been an ongoing belief for many centuries that physical illness can be caused through a non-physical reality so the opposite would be true also keep a healthy mind and spirit and the physical body has more support to stay healthy it is refreshing to see that the healthcare industry is now waking up to this the welfare of the patient doesn't just rely on healing the physical body but the whole person in addition to increased health and understanding, when we work with our chakras, our psychic experiences and abilities increase. We are providing the energy canvas for our intuition to paint upon. Let us now visualize where these centers are located and their basic purpose. First, start by imagining an outline of the human body. Nothing fancy, just an outline. The first chakra is the root or base chakra. It is located at the base of the spine. It's identified with the color red, and helps us with the flow of our life force energy into the physical body. It is where we harness our physical energy for life. 
It is also identified with the survival instinct and self-preservation. It is known to affect the kidneys, adrenals, spinal column, and colon. The second chakra is the sacral or sacral plexus chakra. It is located in the lower abdomen to the navel area. It is identified with the color orange, and it is what is referred to as the instinct zone. It helps us to develop our sexuality, assimilate and process food, and is identified with the fight or flight scenario. It is known to affect the sexual organs, spleen, genitals, and bladder. The third chakra is the solar plexus chakra. It is located below the chest and above the navel area. It's identified with the color yellow and is referred to as the personal power center. It works with aiding digestion, our metabolism, and our nervous system. This is where we feel that gut instinct and sense the butterflies in our stomach when we are nervous. It is here that we work with understanding our willpower and personal power and how we deal with authority in our lives. It is known to affect the pancreas, nervous system, gallbladder, liver, stomach, and adrenals. The fourth chakra is the heart chakra. It is located in the center of the chest. It's mostly identified with the color green, but I like to swirl a bright pink in also. It is also referred to as the heart and emotion center. It is known to affect the intuitive faculty of clairsentience. It works with all emotional issues. It deals with the different aspects of love in our lives, giving, receiving, losing, and acquiring. It helps us to balance our emotions and works with acceptance of these issues in our lives. It is known to affect the heart, thoracic area, lungs, and circulation. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra. It is located in the throat area. It's identified with the color blue and is referred to as the communication center. It works with all types of communications and vibrations. This is where we deal with issues of expression in speech, thought, and writing. It is known to affect the intuitive faculty of clairaudience. It is known to affect the glands of the throat and mouth. It occasionally affects the ears and upper respiratory system as well. The sixth chakra is known as the brow or third eye chakra. It is located in the center of the forehead between the eyebrows. It's mostly identified with the color indigo, which is a darkish bluish purple. However, I am going to instruct you to see this one as purple. Please note that if you have studied the chakras prior, you know that some of them have secondary colors. I choose to create more of a contrast between the sixth and seventh chakra with visualizing color. Neither way is wrong. The sixth chakra is referred to as the psychic center. Many cultures depict the third eye as a triangle in the forehead with an eye in the middle. We will be working with that triangle later. It works with aiding vision in different aspects of our lives, while it affects our dreams, imagination, intuition, concentration, and wisdom, our perception parameters are created here. It is known to affect the intuitive faculty of clairvoyance. It affects our upper glands and our facial region, our eyes, nose, and ears. And the last chakra is the seventh chakra, known as the crown chakra. It is located at the top of the head. It's mostly identified with the color purple, but I will ask you to visualize white. It is referred to as the spiritual center. It is where we can create our link to our spirit guides, our higher self, and God. This is where we become one with the universe. It works with all issues that affect our spirit and blends it with our earthly personality. It is known to affect the head and brain. In summary, I have introduced you to some of the basic premises regarding meditation 
and some history about the chakras. We are now ready to take a journey. A journey to a magical place. One that you may take over and over. Imagine that you are walking down a long hallway. In the distance, you can see and faintly hear the blue ocean through an opening at the end. Go to the open doorway. As you look around, you realize that you are standing in a castle in the Caribbean. As you stand in this open doorway, feel the trade winds from the ocean travel inside as they carry the fragrance of the island's flowers. When you look outside, you see a beautifully landscaped green lawn. It seems to roll on endlessly and blends into the turquoise blue of the sea. The lawn seems like it is protected by rows of tall palm trees. See the trees blowing and leaning in one direction as the winds off the ocean gently blow over the island. Manicured tropical bushes and large exotic plants varying in color and size are perfectly placed along paths through this lawn that lead you to the sea. There are two large fountains evenly placed in the middle of this property and they are only kept apart by emerald green grass that grows all around them. The path to the sea is cobblestone and extends from the doorway where you stand. Walk down the path and imagine a shiny coin on the ground. Pick it up and make a wish. Toss this coin into the fountain. Surrender the exercise. Keep walking down towards the sea. As you walk down this path, you see that the path leads you to an arch of colors. As you get closer, you see that it is actually an arch created by the largest and most perfect roses. One color that blends into the next beautifully. As you approach, take a moment to appreciate the beauty of these flowers. Breathe in, hold, and release. The first color pattern of the roses that you'll be walking through are the reds. As you move through this arch, the light above will make the atmosphere around you turn the color of the rose you are standing under. I would like you to now imagine that you are walking through the arch standing under the color red. All the roses around you are bright and bold, beautifully formed, the color red. Everything around you is red. Breathe in this red. And as you continue to move under the arch, the red roses are slowly becoming blended in with orange roses. Everything around you now becomes the color orange. And as you continue to move, the orange roses are now blending in to yellow. And once again, the sun illuminates your vision to the color yellow. And see this yellow blending in to the color green. And as we proceed, the green roses are getting lighter in color. And see the color blue. All around you, the roses are blue. Breathe in the color blue. All different shapes and sizes, different shades of blue. Now see that as you move through this arch, the blues are blending into the next color, which is purple. And as you're moving through this purple, you turn around and you look and you see that the arch the reds blend into the orange, the orange blend into the yellow. As you move, the purples are now becoming white. As you come to the last section, 
all the roses are white. As the arch of roses ends, pick one of the thornless white roses, take it with you and move towards the sea. You are now at the end of the arch and a coral reef walkway continues and extends over the turquoise blue sea. Follow it. Because this was carved from coral, it is strong and has two sides with tropical plants and flowers overgrown on it. You feel as if you are floating down this path instead of walking. As you come to the end of this path, you find yourself standing out over the beautiful turquoise water. Feel the wind gently blowing. Breathe it in and release. Listen to the ocean all around you. The water is splashing up on the coral reef upon which this path is built. As you look straight ahead, left and right, all you see is the endless blue of the ocean. Behind you, in the distance, you can still see the beautiful castle. Let's progress. The walkway comes to an end. The coral reef that you were on has been carved into the shape of the healing hands we worked with earlier. See the two carved hands cupped together as if in prayer. Your body fits perfectly in the palm of the sculpture. As you stand here, the wind is blowing off the water over you and the island. You feel safe and secure and one with the universe. One with the air, the water, and the earth. Imagine the rays from the sun illuminating this perfect day and surrounding your entire body. Know that you are protected by the white light of love and divine protection as you are standing here on the coral cliffs, wind blowing, sun warming you, feeling safe, secure, and relaxed. I would like you to imagine now that every petal of the white rose represents one of your fears, one of your negative thoughts, one of your dreams, hopes, wishes, and prayers. It may be a hope or wish for someone else, it may be on a conscious level, but allow this thought to penetrate to your unconscious. Give yourself permission to allow this exercise to work for you. Hold the rose with both hands and raise it up. As you raise the flower, the petals are effortlessly falling off your rose one by one. As the petals come off, feel relieved knowing that you are allowing yourself to work with the issues in your life. If it is negativity and stress that you want to alleviate, then as each petal comes off, know that you are surrendering the negativity in your life. You are releasing it. The wind and the universe hear your pleas to surrender the negatives, and they take it away. For each petal, one issue, situation, or problem is being worked on. The more you do this exercise, the more specifics you can include. Now, toss out to the sea the petalless rose. This represents the completion of your exercise. Take another deep breath, breathe in deeply, and exhale. As you exhale, slowly allow your focus to move back towards the arch of roses. Breathe in and see yourself heading towards the open doorway of the castle. Exhale. Slowly start to become more aware of where you began this exercise. 
breathe in. As I count back from 11 to 1, you should feel the energy of your physical body. Now exhale. 11, 10, 9, wiggle your toes and fingers. 4, 3, 2, 1, inhale. Becoming more aware of the feeling of your body. Exhale. Realize that you had a successful meditation. Inhale and exhale. Slowly open your eyes. Turn your head to the left and right. And take a moment to be still. Contemplate your experience. Stretch out a bit. Maybe write down your thoughts and feelings. Take one last deep breath in and release. We hope you enjoyed this meditation. To find out more about this author or any Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. If you like guided meditations, you'll love Louise Hay's life-changing meditations for the morning and evening that you can download free right now at hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Louise shares her healing affirmations and calming meditations to help you start your day with joy and listen at night to relax into a deep and restful sleep. Visit hayhouse.com forward slash meditate to download Louise Hay's best-selling morning and evening meditations free at www.hayhouse.com forward slash meditate.